0: This message is brought to you by The Covenant Nation. Well, let's turn our Bible to Romans chapter 10 and verse 1. I'm a Bible today. I know you're whispering. I read my Bible because I don't want to, I don't want to teach from notes. I want to teach from my head. All right. And when you, you know, you study with this Bible, when you're coming out, you carry your electronic something you get confused. This one, you know where your scriptures are. You know, once you turn it, you know how you read it. Uh-huh. For electronic Bible, be checking. All right. Uh, Romans chapter 10 and verse 1. Uh, Paul said here, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. He said, for I bear them record that they have a zeal of God. So they were zealous for God, even though they weren't yet saved or born again. There was that authentic desire for God on the inner side of them, so don't let Joseph say he's an unbeliever. You have nothing about God. You know, we'll just be arrogant with our Pentecostalism. All right. Paul here says, "I bear them record as an apostle that they have a genuine zeal for God, but not according to knowledge." Or somewhere in Acts, he goes to some people. And he said, they wrote there on the inscription, all right, to an unknown God. Uh, And what Paul did when he saw that wasn't that he canceled them totally. He said, that unknown God whom you seek to worship, for I passed by and beheld your devotions. uh, And I found an altar with an inscription to the unknown God, whom therefore ye ignorantly worship him i declare unto you he didn't condemn them do you get what i'm saying here he said your heart is right Uh, it's just that you don't have the right knowledge so it's actually god you are trying to get to but you actually don't know the way to god and so he said i will all right show you all right who god is so he said they have a zeal for God. So don't just see somebody where you know what you're going to is having God, and say saying it's not God anything. All right, uh, people that are saved that don't have a zeal for God. I hope you know. Uh huh. All right, but he says, but not according to knowledge. Just like he said in that scripture there, to an unknown God whom you ignorantly worship. So he says it's not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to submit themselves, sorry, to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves to the righteousness that is of God. So Paul went on in verse five there verse six he said but the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise and he said say not in your heart who will ascend to heaven in other words let God come down from heaven he said because Christ has already come and God has come alright from heaven to man. And then the next verse says, who shall descend to the deep? In other words, we've experienced Jesus while he was here, and he is gone. So who is going to bring him back from the deep? Now it says, what say thee? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and inside your heart. That is the word of faith that we preach. In other words, Paul was saying here, exactly what the Roman centurion did. And when the Roman centurion did it, Jesus made a powerful statement. He said, many shall come from the north, south, east, and west, And we'll see it with Abraham, with Isaac, and Jacob on the table. And he said, Many who are supposed to be on the table shall be cast into outer darkness. Now, the reason why he said that and said, I've not seen faith like this, all right, in the whole of Israel, the reason why it was so profound was that Jesus knew the Roman centurion, being a Gentile, all right, and wasn't qualified. Because he wasn't, Jesus came for the lordship of the house of Israel. But the Roman centurion tapped into how God was going to minister post Jesus' era. In other words, post the era of Jesus being there physically. The Roman centurion said, You don't have to come physically into my house. That was the impressive thing about it. He said, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be made whole. So now that Jesus is no longer physically around. Now, some people, he says, are still craving for the physical presence of God. They are saying he should come from above. Others are saying he should come back from beneath. But he says the righteousness that is of faith says you can have the exact equivalent of Jesus being physically present with you. By having his word in your mouth and inside your heart. He said this is the word of faith that we are preaching. All that we are preaching is that the word of God shall be on your lips, and the word of God shall be in your heart. That with the heart a man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confessions are made or declarations until he says there is salvation. Or no, the next verse there. All right. With the heart a man believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation, that he will have Jesus, that's the manifest presence of Jesus in his life. As Jesus said, you can move this mountain, how? This same principle. If anybody will say to this mountain, and will not doubt in his heart, which means with the heart he has believed unto righteousness, therefore with his mouth, declarations can be made. So that was the righteousness of faith that he brought. Uh, And that righteousness that is of faith, the Bible tells us, is the power of God unto salvation. That's the power of God unto salvation. But that righteousness that is of faith, before, all right, Paul talked about it in verse 6, he had said earlier on in verse 3, that what is their ignorance, they are going about to establish their own righteousness... And have not submitted themselves to the righteousness that is of God. So the beginning of your faith journey is a bended knee to Jesus Christ. In other words, Jesus, I submit myself. In other words, I give you control in this particular situation. And I am a subject you so what we are here for jesus is that your will concerning this will come to pass or else you will never get to the point where you believe unto righteousness all right i mean let's explain go to romans chapter 4 uh, and verse 1 romans chapter 4 and verse 1 here it says what shall we say that Abraham, our father, as pertaining to the flesh, hath found. Because if he was justified by his works, he hath whereof to glory, but not before God. For what said the scripture, Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness, or believed unto righteousness. Now, go back and put it in the message translation. And let's read it from verse 1. Alright, and we'll see what it means to believe unto righteousness, submitting there. So how do we fit what we know of Abraham, our father of faith, in the faith, onto this new way of looking at things? If Abraham, by what he did for God, God got to approve him, he could certainly have taken credit for it. But the story we are given is a God story, not an Abraham story. Now what's it? We read in scripture, Abraham entered into what God was doing for him. Not that he went about to establish his own. And that was the turning point. He trusted God to set him right instead of trying to be right on his own. In other words, the beginning is, I enter... And so, what God himself, all right, put it back verse 3, eh? God has done, or God was doing for him. Therefore, in the situation there, the first thing is, I submit myself to God in worship. I, I, and I come to God and I say, look God, it is what you are doing. In other words, getting that land, becoming great, and all of that, wasn't Abraham's all right decision it was God that said that uh, and if we look at the scriptures in Galatians 3 and verse 16 if we look at it so, so, so that you can know what God has planned for you Galatians 3 16 it says now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made so there were several promises that were made there all right to his seed but then Paul corrected the Jews and told them those promises were not for them For he said not to his seed as of many, but to his seed as of one, and so thy seed, all right, which is Christ. Then in verse 17, this I say, that the covenant that was confirmed before of God in Christ. So that covenant was confirmed by God in Christ. The law, which was 430 years later, cannot disannul that he should make the promise of non-effect. So, the promises were made to Abraham and his seed 430 years before the law came into existence. Alright? In fact, the fulfillment of the promise of what brought the nation of Israel and those folks into existence. But, he now says in verse 28, so the promise are to Abraham and to his seed. Now, who is the seed of Abraham? It says Christ. Well, look at verse 28. Alright? Or verse 29. Alright? And if you be Christ. Then are ye Abraham's what? Seed. And therefore heirs according to the promise. In other words, all the promises that God made to Abraham technically are all yours. Are you following what I'm saying? Okay. Like someone said, there's a scripture for everything. If you want to jack jack-back, Abraham jack if you want to remain, Isaac remained. If you want to Jack, Bada, <laughs> Naomi, <Ja-ba-da. laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? So, you can quote anywhere from scripture and justify. Alright, what you say. But, oh, you the, now this is where the beginning comes. Therefore, alright, you have to bow your knees to God and ask him show you what he wants to do all right in alright and through you. Because technically, Abraham jackpad as instructed by God. You get? But then there's a time where he jackpad, not as instructed. And he jackpad that with problem. (laughs) You know that. You could japa, go. He now, when he saw problem, thought Jaguar is the solution to the problem. Do you get what I'm saying here? You you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. Don't let me spoil you, but let me say it. On no, therefore in the covenant, Jaguar wasn't based on crisis. It was an instruction. Anybody that out of crisis wanted to go, God says, come back and face it. <laughs> so uh, because you didn't hear me, so let me say play me. <laughs> because you speaking in parables, let us be played. Alright? So you'll see that he went to God and God therefore, you know, because if you jack my on problem, when you get there, there'll be what problem. Uh-huh. Let me just clarify but you the truth. A campus pastor called me there, one of the countries. The husband took the wife called the police to arrest the wife. When we asked the campus pastor here, he had been going to the house to settle problem. So that your jackpot doesn't mean problem will not follow you to where you are going. Now over here, family settles over there. And in this case, the woman was beating the man. The reason is because the man knew That if he touches her, police is coming. So he had to call the police to come to help him from the wife that was what? (laughs) Beating. So I just want you to know that Jaguar doesn't solve what? Problems. I even get serious over there. Uh Alright. So the point is, Abraham entered into what? Alright, God himself... Uh, was doing for him so the starting point is this therefore that word you must have on your lips is the word that the lord ministers to you do you get what we say saying here because it is impossible to arrive at the place where he wants you to get to without him first of all ministering all right to you so it is his word that he gives so you go to god all right, in a place of prayer. Now, let me explain something so that people get something clear. Because somebody sent me a an mail, and I put it up on social media. He said, I came into this city 13 years ago with Ghana Must Go Back. He said, right now my business is worth $750 naira. He said, I don't come to TCN. I've seen you thrice of, th- three or four times in my life but I listen to you about three hours every week. Now, because, you know, sometimes, and people that teach the word of God and teach process and teach principles, sometimes they, and I've seen it happen, teachers, they'll start fighting people that do miracle. Hmm? And you'll see them doing jobs. Now, I'm not saying money miracle uh, that I That's not what I'm talking about. Uh. I'm talking about healing of the body. Do you get what I'm saying? Here, I'm not saying put up your foot. Allah, listen now. All right. That's not. You won't see Jesus doing that. Camp. Do you hear yeah, what I'm saying? No, that's not money miracle. I'm saying. No, all right. But healing of the sick and, I'm, and sometimes people say I have a process and all of this, which is which is true. But you have to understand this. Going for a, and this is the truth, a breakthrough meeting will not cost you to build an institution. Forget it. Nobody is going to build a corporation, alright, without that person learning principles every day. Do you get what I'm saying here? You apply things, you learn, you make an adjustment, you learn, you make an adjustment. It is by the law of growth, it's not by the law of miracle. Do you get what I'm saying? However, when people are in trouble, serious trouble, I mean, I heard, you can't tell somebody who all right whose child was the child was born crippled and went for a meeting and stood up on their feet that you can't tell that hey, for you to condemn that you're a wicked human being do you get what i'm saying here all right so people are not going to enter into they're not and that's part of the reason what affected the church because the church thinks that all right it's miracle they used to enter everything you can't use miracle. You can't. Nobody should tell anybody lies. You cannot build a corporation that will last without the exercise. That's what the scripture Exercise of your mind, learning things, developing wisdom, knowing how to, you know, do things, strategize, and all of that, that has to be there. All right? However, all right, if people have desperate problems, if they say somebody has been diagnosed with cancer... All right. When they say something, then they need the power of God to come on the inside. All right, to do that particular work, but you can't substitute one for the other. You get what I'm saying? So when it comes to you building something in your life, you have to understand that it will take process to do that. Miracle won't give you a career. You can't go for Miracle Committee and have been talking nonsense in court or you have not been to any court case and then they made you a senior advocate in Nigeria. It's a lie. You can't, nobody's going to do that to you. Are you following what I'm saying here? Yeah. You have to apply principles and win cases and go to Supreme Court and win cases that apply and do that. It's a process that gets you to that particular thing. But process doesn't deny, all right, people of where people actually need the manifestation of power where they are in a, what, desperate situation. And God has to move in his compassion, all right, to get across to the people and do his work there. So both of them are authentic there and people should explain it to people, okay, which means that all right, your person gets the explanation and knows. All right, this is what God has done, and He may just do it once. All right, if I just said, "Go and sin no more," lest a worse thing comes upon thee. So change your lifestyle so you don't get yourself into this situation again. All right, but He won't say because the lifestyle got you into trouble, you you you, you suffer the trouble. Okay, but He will. But that's the process there of it. So, in order to build something, okay, your plan here on building something on this earth. Then you must understand that I go to God as a person there in prayer. And God will minister his word unto me. Now, the build up to this is what I want to look at. If you go to the all right, previous um, chapters there. Because he was speaking about something. I want to teach through on this. In Romans chapter 8 and verse 18. And that's speaking to this season. It says, For I reckon that the sufferings of the present time are not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. You know, I... Read something this evening that I was, I I had been preaching it during um, COVID. And I saw something, Brian Houston went to a particular church. And this is what he said. We had such, now, this church came out of COVID. Do you get what I'm saying here? Okay. We had such a wonderful weekend. And that's what we're saying on Sunday. And I want to teach along this lines. That when there's a contrary wind, Jesus is walking on water. When there's crisis on the outside, you can approach it in two ways. The mindset is, God, just preserve me. God, just preserve me. Uh, Indomie is now expensive. Let me just be eating my Indomie. Do you understand what I'm saying here? Uh, are you following what I'm saying here? We had such a wonderful weekend ministering in this incredible church. In Surabaya, Indonesia. And then he talked to a pastor, started a church a month before pandemic lockdowns. But during that time, hundreds of thousands of the donations worldwide started following this dynamic preaching online, or his dynamic preaching. Four years on, they have six packed services each Sunday and have a huge online following. Now, he got all that congregation during COVID. So, anytime there is crisis there, there is an opportunity. Now, let me tell you, because of time, I'll continue. But let me tell you where I'm going with this message here. It says in Romans 9, verse 27, because the teaching is a build up from Romans 8 to Romans 10. But in Romans nine twenty-seven, put it Isaiah cried concerning Israel. Though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, a remnant shall be what? Saved. In other words, I've said this here, every generation is always a remnant that carries everything. So, it's your decision either to be with a remnant or to be with the what? Multitude. Let me just say it. That. That's why when people come and say, I go to a church, I tell you, look, spiritual people, in their mind they just say you attend the church. Does not mean you are the church? Yes. You don't know. See, let me show you what he said. When they were shouting on Paul, look at what Paul said. Verse Romans 9, verse 6. Not as though the word of God are taking none effect. For they are not all Israel, which are of Israel. Hmm. So it can be off, but not it neither because they are the seed of Abraham are they all what? Children. So he began to separate things. But in Isaac shall thy seed be called. That is, they which are children of the flesh. These are not all children of God, but the children of promise are counted as what? Seed. It is that seed that he considered to be the remnant all right he says a remnant shall be saved so a remnant will carry it it is this remnant that in romans 11 and verse 7 he said what then israel hath not obtained that which he seeketh for but the election that's a remnant hath obtained it how did they do it and the rest were what? Blinded. In other words, the eyes of the understanding of these people were opened up to see what God was doing at that particular time, and like Abraham, they entered into what God himself was doing at that moment. So they saw it, and they entered alright, right into it. And, I mean, I mean, I, I, well, I mean, that's not much it. But they entered into what God, I right, was doing at that time. So, at this time also, right, to have another wing. I mean, you are privileged to have another wind blowing. So soon after COVID. You are not here in Alright? That this one won't miss it. That's how you should tell yourself. Do you get what I'm saying? And as Moses lifted up the serpent, he said, preachers, lift Jesus up that way. That whosoever, Moses is praying, Lord, Lord, like the pastor, save my people. He says, listen, I'm not removing the serpent. Put me up. Let's see. So let's, let's look at this here. So Romans 8 here. So what he says is this. Verse 18. For I reckon that the sufferings of this time, present time, are not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. All right. I thank God. He showed me. He will be showing you things every day. He showed me. Quickly. He said, this is your time to increase your giving and not to hold back. Because in the year of drought, they shall not be careful. That's calculated. Hmm? Have you watched that um, movie, Calculator? Or Sofa? Or, sh- or what's that guy? Goes to London. What? Huh? Uh, you know the man? Go and find that movie, Calculator. Anything they say, when it's time to marry wife, how much they say it is, Calculator. <laughs> That's what it's called Calculator, which means you'll be calculating Everything. It says he will not be careful in the year of drought because the purpose there is for his children to now act as a covering, which means to begin to help people. Uh, the, the real compassion, the kindness inside the church should come out, that people should know they are different people. In this city, different people in this world who are showing her, all right, an unusual form of kindness to other people at this particular point in time. What got Rahab, the halot, what got her? She was a halot there, but she entered into what God was doing at that particular point in time. What was God doing? He had sent the spies to go there. It was acts of kindness that made her enter into that particular thing. That's why he says it's not of him that runneth we will see this, or him that will let go of God that showeth mercy. Can you imagine from being a hallowed this moment into entering the move of God the next day? And the rest were what? Blinded. There were good people that were what? Blinded. I you hope you understand. There were good people that did not recognize when they were there that they saw the, the spies they didn't recognize. How come she saw them and said, "I'm getting into this." That's the kind of thing you need this season to be able to do what recognize that. And let me tell you where it, where it starts. It doesn't start from you recognizing this is what I'm saying. Your ability to see and recognize opportunities doesn't start with opportunities that will be a blessing to you. Hear what I'm saying. It's recognizing opportunities to help other people. That's how we start. Once you start seeing how you can be of help to other people, very soon you start seeing the harvest because you saw the seed. He that observes the wind, that many people are doing that, will not soothe. So it says, for I reckon that the suffering shall not be worth compared to the glory. Alright? For the earnest expectation, and I've told you, oh, in man, if they don't have anything, they have sense so. of. If they don't, you can't say anything you want to say about them. Everybody that enters their country is calculated. Are you on the am saying we calculate it. So, boy, how many years does this person have to work? They've calculated. How much money will they pay at tax? They've calculated. Uh, population that is getting old. Would we use their tax to help us finance? That's why you think they like us, that they just open the country. What has happened is that their population is getting old. And so their social security system cannot work again because they don't have enough young people to work. So, go and get young people. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't go, but at least you should know that it's, form, it's a form of slave trade. So, when you get there, be what smart. But uh, yes, well, don't go there and say, I, I've jacked back, I've left Nigerian passport. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> I've told you. The reason why Canada drops passport is that they know nobody will stay in that cold without the promise of passport. They will come back. They rather go to England or go to America. But this, it's because of the, that's why people, you get know what I'm saying? Here? Uh, so say once I collect it, I'm coming back. They have calculated the human brain. If you relocate for that exact period of time, it becomes absolutely difficult for you to return. They, you think those people don't do calculation? Uh, you think? <laughs> you think they don't do? <laughs> hey, for the moment, he does know that he's sharp. He knows what he's doing. And they have the number that they are bringing in. Once that number is, did you see what they did in Britain? They, once the number got to the place where they felt you want to outsmart us, change the law. Uh, you understand what I'm saying? And they know the type of jobs they are giving. When they were opening up all that UK uh, masters, they knew the courses they were giving to outsiders. So, on, so I'm going there to do Liberian but They know. <laughs> You say, I'm going there to be orthopedic surgeon. They know who they are giving that one to. Caregiver. Oh yeah, come, come, come. Even that one, they've locked it now. So I'm not saying you can't go, but just know that and I die. So as I are going there, just be alert. And your thinking should be Ownership. But how do I get out of this race and own something? Do you get what I'm saying here? Even if it's not total ownership, at least investment that gives you ownership rights. Are you following what I'm saying here? Well, i have taught you, so I'll have had jackpack class, but if I do that, you, it will be like you are, you are not patriotic. Although we'll start the Jaguar class with who God says and who <laughs> we'll start it. Are you Naomi Isaac <laughs> If you know that you are second Abraham missionary journey. You know the second one? Don't marry when you get there. Come back here. <laughs> Unless you find a guy in the land there and come back with trouble, so when you get there, just say you come back to Lagos or wherever you are from to find a wife to go back. You, you know you are laughing. Didn't Abraham even when he jackpot, he said go back. Okay. And then when you come here, you know the type of person you are taking. Oh. If somebody has never traveled before, leave them. Do you understand what I'm saying here? All right, let's go on here. Let me go on. I should do my singles. I should come back to singles now. All right, so for the next expectation of the creature, verse 19. Waited for the what manifestation of the sons of God. So don't let's look at this manifestation as power. They're waiting for us to emerge. Acts of kindness are manifestations of sons of God. Do you understand here? Because we're waiting for the big thing and we erupt. All right, right. This is not walk. When you tear the garment and manifestation has come. All right. It starts with acts of what kindness there. Which means that there are people on the earth in the system now that are just doing unusual good to people. That we are not asking them for, for anything, but they are just, you know, here and there, they have been a blessing. All right. To us. Because what you might call something small can be break, it's a breakthrough for many people. Giving somebody one thousand eyes is a breakthrough. By many people, is a breakthrough. For so they are waiting for the manifestation of sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity. In other words, you are subjected, just like COVID time. The creature was made subject to vanity. In other words, ah, I can't just suddenly just everything we have locked up, you know, it's like sudden. Not willingly, but by reason of him that subjected the same in hope. Now, that's the point. In other words, who is doing it? Is God that Satan can't subject anybody to vanity in the hope of anything. It's God that creates hope. You know God himself says, there is something I want to bring out. That I've allowed you to be made subject, are you following what I'm saying here, yeah. yeah. to vanity here. That's what Jesus was telling God. He says, not my will. He told him, he said, if this thing can pass, let it pass. Which means, this is not my own will. It says, so they were not willingly, but by reason of him. That's... Which means, it's against the will of that particular person that they find themselves in that particular. That's not how they wanted it to be. That's not how they planned their life to be. That's not, you know, this seems restraining, seems constraining. It's like this. He says, but they were not willingly, but by reason of him, that subject the same in hope in other words for the church here the issue is what does god want to bring out now don't forget to have told you there's a principle of remnant you have to make up your mind that you can't think like every other person you can't think like every average believer yes, sir. i'm not even talking about unbeliever i'm saying an average believer is not enough As most believers don't have their eyes open so they can be believers. And that's what Dr. Paul was saying. He said, look, that, that, they are, that they are of Israel doesn't mean they are Israel. That they are the, he says, children are descendants of the flesh. doesn't mean that they are the seed of Abraham. Let's separate this. So it says, because the creature itself shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. So that's going to be like, it It says, for the whole of creation groaneth and traveleth in pain together until now. Not only they, but we ourselves also that have the first fruits of the spirit. It says, even we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting for adoption, to know the redemption of our body. For we are saved, all right, by hope. Which means, what saves a person is, you never get to a point where you say that you are in a hopeless situation. Never get to the place of hopelessness. You are saved by what? Believing that there is a future for you. alright, that you are saved right, by hope, that which is there is a hope, that, no matter what happened, I can say oh it's hopeless alright, you are saved by hope yeah, I mean, you. I mean, I'm. I'm not saying because people are in different spaces mentally, so you, you, you can. I mean, it can be too. So you, under compassion, I'm not. I'm not criticizing anybody for doing this. Uh, but and that says, we hear people that somebody broke up with them. They say they are going to commit suicide for for what? Yeah, but I can understand that someone can be mentally weak. But but listen, it's not endurance here. It is that you say that since you have walked through that door. Somebody much better. Do you understand what I'm saying here? There's, there's no, you know, don't, don't, it's God. Don't start playing out, It's God. You walk through those doors. Somebody more powerful, better than you in every respect and every way. We look better than you. We have more money than you. We have more prosperity. Everything. We'll be more spiritual than you. We'll pray longer than you. We'll have more money than you. We'll speak in tongues longer than you. We'll know Greek and Hebrew more than everything. <laughs> yeah, here we better than you're yeah, here. Everything. <laughs> you have to have hope. Do you understand what I'm saying here? You can't many people don't have the hope is gone even when god judged nebuchadnezzar that listen to this that nebuchadnezzar went to be with animals a king was now eating in the dustbin with animals if you saw a wealthy man today at the dustbin there eating will you think that he can ever get to the top again will you think that person can become president again eating with animals god said listen leave the stock in the ground his kingdom shall be restored unto him when he realizes that the heaven doth rule, that everything that he became in life, I was the one that made it, gave it to him. The day he realizes that, and turns back to me, everything is coming back. Even the people laughing at him will come back as his counselors and ask and reapply. So, how can you now say that your own case is hopeless? You are eating food on the same plate table. They just said that and you are already I mean that's why all the cloud of witnesses watching Hey they will say wait Did we have Holy Ghost like this people? No. Could we speak in tongues? No. We were praying our language. We held steady when the pressure was on. Know the kind of Wahala David had in his for, for you to still have hope. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many times they chased David? Saul chasing his son, even his son chased him from. So we are saved, never forget that, by hope. Never ever say. I, mean, I was telling leaders in campus with a leadership training on Sunday evening, I said, Look, I'm going to look for that thing again. You know, many people give up before God even starts with them. And there was—I I saw a data somewhere. I'm going to find it. I'll find that data. And it says multi-millionaires globally, the average age for multi-millionaires globally, the man was saying this is 62 when they made their wealth. That under 30 is only one percent. But you know, we can just glorify things. So by the time you're 35, you are feeling you are failed. You, you have not even started. So, many people, by the time they are 50, they will say, oh, my life is over. Do you don't get what I'm saying here? Not knowing that they haven't even, got, God is just started teaching you stuff. So, that by the, so, now you now know how to handle things. He says, let's start blessing you. You say, your life is over. You are retiring. In fact, some young people are not even learning the lessons they should learn. Because they've seen some people, whenever they got the money, they saw them on Instagram. Whatever they saw. I, do you know many people now, Instagram is giving mental health. That I have a, no, 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 no. I have a friend. So I said something. He said, hey, you posted something for a minute. I said, so I, I posted no, it. He said, I've left social media. I said, why? Listen, listen to what he said. though. Listen to what he said. To show the pressure people are putting on people. He said, I went for and so's meeting. susan so came from, from, from abroad. I said, I should follow him for a meeting somewhere. All right? So when I went for the meeting, I sat behind him because the people there didn't know that I was a pastor. And they were in the same town. So he sat behind. They thought he was his PA. So he went to the other pastor. So they thought he was PA. I said, you sit behind. He said, so I sat behind. And then my church members that were watching online now saw that I was sitting behind and they now said, don't they know that you're a pastor? Oh, you know, people can cause problems. He now said, well, they don't know me here. I said, hey! They said, don't know me. Listen, what we need to do is to now get a PR team to work on building your ah uh, he, he said, okay, it's enough. He's not doing social media again. That's pastor. Not to go and talk about young people. When somebody says, well, how do they say it? Little girl big God I'll be out there saying. And people have given up already. Yeah. That their own generation has made it. You don't know what's going on. And I don't want to criticize anybody. But, but I was one day in an airport. I couldn't be, I almost I almost talked to them. I said, What's your business? Just go home. business. And she was there. You know these cars they park in airports. And she sat inside and did it. This is my new car. <laughs> car of airport. She opened the door. Uh, she used to walk in the airport. She removed her, but pressure on people. And so you will see people that open, as they're going, I'm like, open their phone. By the time they're home, they are depressed. And you don't know? Yes, sir. Because people are showing, are doing things. This is the dress. I'm wearing this. I'm wearing that. This is why sometimes, when they say dollars, you say maybe it should be flying around because people have acquired a taste for things that, that you know, it's unnecessary. It's totally unnecessary. So, maybe before the thing comes back to reg- normalcy, people will have lost taste for those things. You, you get what I'm saying here? Because to fly now from now to London now business class is twelve million. Uh huh. So before, it was three million. So now you look very well. So if you are saying you are going, you are going no. If you are going, let's say they just assume you go four times. I say this business class, I must do it. You reduce everything to one. So everybody must see must see you during that trip. Then you know you don't have to go four times again. Then by the time the dollar regularizes, your body has conditioned back to what one are you following? I saw I went to buy some something somewhere and I saw a lady and she sells stuff. I mean, she sells it, I mean, it's lace and all of this. So she, they have money and she sells. Ah, she doesn't say, ah, I said, say, where am I direct to? So you go to London, 200 pounds, 250 pounds, and you say, what is that? Say, I want this man to direct to London. Everybody was stopping. Where did he get this material? Where did he get this material? Where did he get this material? What you have that you should be showing, you are going there to call. Do you understand what I'm saying? Anything that will make a nation wealthy is what they have that they sold, not what they went to buy. Do you understand what I'm saying? they abuse us, but we, we, you know, so we don't talk. But we should say to: oh, there are two industries in this country. Just look at it that are global here: yeah. uh, music industry and pastors. <laughs> you know they are busy pastors, but they don't know that pastors uh, they, are, they are trying serious entrepreneurship. And they are preaching what they have. They are not changing their. They're not saying, "Hi, I'm here now." In, in, in. Yeah. they are praying what they pray as they pray. It. Are you following what I'm saying here? So it says we are saved by hope, uh, but that hope, but hope that is seen, is not hope. For what a man seeth, why does he yet hope for? But if we hope for that which we see not. In other words, God says there's something you haven't seen that is inside you that I want to bring out. Are you following what I'm saying? See, I have, I be, before, you know, you can be preaching and look at people and say, well, this one may not get it. This one may get it. This one may not get it. This one may make it. This one may not make it. Now, you look at the verse. Are you sure? I've come to believe that any human being can make it. Anybody, no matter how they look, anybody say, ah, they, they can't speak English well, they, they say, ah, they, they didn't come for, they they, anybody can make it. Because there is something inside the spirit of everybody that God wants to bring out. I heard Reverend Sam saying this. He said, "I, I t- he said he said I teach leadership now. I did all of that. He said I, That's how I knew that anybody can be leader." I said, "Why?" He said, "Because when he was in school, if they say anybody should volunteer." I said, "He's the last person. He was an introvert. He was shy. He won't come out." He said, "So for God to be to be doing that, anybody can do." See, what, let me tell you this. When I, in fact, I want to act. Let me just tell you this. I want to act. I, I think, I think I will act one or two films. Now, the reason is this. <laughs> No, I I want want to You're laughing? No, I'm serious about that because I just remembered when I was in school, I acted. And I acted very well. So I I have friends in the industry. Somebody will put me. But hey, don't let me forget what i was going to say. You have almost made me forget. What was I saying now? Huh? 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 Yes, yes, yes. What was I going to say? I said one. Huh? Yes. Yes, this is what I was going to say. Now, I was saying my very Yeah, this is what I was going to say. So, one day I met two of my classmates, in primary school classmates. In Abuja. So there was one other one, primary school and then secondary school. So the other one said to the other one, Have you seen him on television? That one said, It's a miracle. I I even thought it was the message I preached that was powerful. So he he said, What's a miracle? That you are standing before people and talking. We that know you know that is the miracle. If one of them said, the day I knew God called you, was when I saw you pre- Because you would never, except it's the calling of God, left to you, you are too shy. Like you, we went through school, we didn't hear your voice. Now you're on television saying, ah! It said, we knew the Holy Ghost was inside you. So anybody can actually be transformed. Do you get what I'm saying here? So, likewise, the Spirit helpeth our infirmities. He said this, all right? For we know not what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself. Now, I want to close with this. Now, this build-up is a letter, and it goes, I thought I'd be able to get there, right through Romans 9 and get to Romans 10. But it says something, right? When a person is going through, all right, pressure care. In verse 31, it says, look, this is, this is where the battle is. Romans eight thirty-one. What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? In other words, no matter what you are going through, get this clear. God is for you. Do you understand what I'm saying? While you are a sinner, he sent Jesus to die for you. You can't be worse than a sinner because he sent Jesus. God so loved you, so he's for what? For you. So never say where has God forsaken me that's the defeat Now He that spared not his only son but delivered him now what does it mean to spare not I heard the preacher say this like this spare not this what but I heard him say it, but let me use the illustration now, if you are eating, let's say you have rice and so you are eating, and then there's this chicken you like, you took. Huh? So you are eating the rice, you are eating everything, waiting for the chicken. You know, uh-huh. you know, if somebody takes that chicken, oh, you know, you know, all that rice doesn't mean <laughs> anything. Because that's the treasure. Where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. Now, if somebody that you like, now says, please, can you give me chicken here? If you like the person, you cut the chicken into two. What you have done is to share your chicken. If you give the person the whole chicken, that you didn't spare. Do you get what I'm saying here? So what God did was that he didn't spare his son. He took his only begotten son and surrendered everything. He says, except you are saying what you want is more precious than his son. Which is an insult on the blood of Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes. Now, it goes on quickly here. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that what? Justifies. So if they say, oh, I will charge you. All right. Okay. Who is he that condemneth is Christ that died, rather that is risen again. Who is at the right hand of God making intercession. In other words, Jesus is making intercession for you now for any mistake you make. That's why he's praying. To cover you on that. Do you get what I'm saying? Then he says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness. In other words, no matter what happens on the outside, if there's famine, if there's this, if there's that, it doesn't change the fact that I love God and God loves me. Let me tell you why, and I'll close with this. He says, if your father can clothe the grass, which today is and tomorrow is gone, and Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed," In other words, The real reason why people are defeated is that they don't know how much God loves them. That's why he says, who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? That if God be for us, who can be against us? In other words, once you are persuaded that God that created everything loves you and you are the apple of his eye, you cannot be defeated. That's why the person who was defeated said, why has God forsaken me? Are you following what I'm saying? So people have this feeling that, oh, so what is wrong here? Well, okay, then then therefore okay, if God loves you and all of that, then why did he allow all these things to happen? Because there is something better he has. Do you get what we're saying here? The problem is that you're just not responding to that, you are responding to what you happened that you felt should not have happened. Instead of responding, all right, to what? And there's no way you're going to get an explanation of what happened if you don't give birth to what he wants to do. Because Joseph can be there explaining, why did my brothers reject me? And be thinking that, what did I do? What did I do wrong? Was it because I said this? I shouldn't have said it. It's when he became prime minister and he saw everything that he understood why that had to happen. So until you get there, you won't be able to explain anything. So stop trying to rationalize it, move forward and get there. Do you get what I'm saying here? Yes, you understand why the guy walked away until I've told you the kind of guy I'm talking about walks away. <clears throat> and let me tell you what you find to be true. The reason why the tendencies of this person you can manage it is because God allowed you to manage terrible tendencies of some. On serious fellow, but he used that person to train you. Do you get what we're saying here? So that in this one now, uh, this is this is. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'll tell you this. When I was when I was in school, uh, well, I've told this story before. But my brother went to government college where it was the body house, you cut grass and everything. So I went to international school where you, you can't you can't even punish people like that. So, so one of his friends went to government for first year, then second year came to our school. So he did something wrong. They wanted to punish him. That other place where they will punish you, military. You know they will take all kinds of punishment. They tell you go and stand on the table. That's punishment. <laughs> so he stood on the table. After 15 minutes, he said this is no punishment. <laughs> when I said this is no punishment in Jesus, I walked away. He said, God trains you so that when what other things they are calling trouble. You say you don't know where I'm coming from. <laughs> uh, if you know the guy that, that showed Michigan, you will know this one. <laughs> this one is sick, is you get what I'm saying here, but you are still weeping over Saul. They say, Anoint David, God bless you. <laughs>